What is up and welcome back to the Grace Made Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I know it's been a minute, but I am so excited for today's episode because I have my very first interview on the podcast. Mrs. Jamika Carter, she is a wife, a mother, and she is just a turned up prayer warrior. And she also happens to be one of my best friends. So I can't wait for you to hear from her because she is bringing the energy. So enough of me rambling. Let's get into the interview. I'm so excited to have my very first guest on the Grace Made podcast, my great friend and sister, Mrs. Jamika Carter. Jamika, I'm so glad that you are here today. What's up, girl? What's up? I've been feeling this emphasis on the Mrs. Because <laughs> you're a wife. I am a wife. Uh, things we prayed about, Porter. Can we get into it? Yes, we can get into it. How's your day going? Let's get into that. My day has been a day, you know, the Lord has uh, made sure he's given us many reasons to come to his throne. Not only is it election day. Hello. I had to wear my bison shirt. Let me see. If you, okay. Okay. Hey. Clearly was understood. Doesn't have to be explained. But um, yeah, the kids are out. I know we had planned to do this at two. And I was like, oh my God, the kids went, went to sleep. Paul, let's do it sooner. And then. I logged on and the baby was like, yeah. So this is life. This, <laughs> this is life. This is life. But thankfully, one is down, one is out with daddy, and you made time for me. So shout out to you for being patient. Okay. He's preparing you for the kids. Yeah. Prepare <laughs> me in the future time for kids. So today is November 3rd, 2020. Uh, it is 5 p.m. exactly over here on the East Coast. So it is election day here in the U.S. And I'm just so glad to have Jamika have this conversation today because if she doesn't do anything else, she is going to keep me uplifted and encouraged. So listen, like she said, what's understood doesn't have to be explained. And so we right. just going to keep it moving. Hello, so, Jamika, lit for the Lord. Yes, lit for the Lord. <laughs> so Jamika is one of my best friends um, ever, like this girl, she's my soul sister. And so I want and you guys right. to get to know her the way I know her. So Jamika, describe yourself in three words. Three if you need words. Five, you can take five. I'm gonna say, don't limit me, sis. Okay, first of all, first of all, number one, off the rip, lit. Okay. Number two, plugged in. And what does that mean? You take it how you get it. For me, in this present moment that we're having this conversation, plugged in is to the Lord. When I tell you praises, prayer, all that worship, that is that is just becoming more of my thing. And I'm learning to see it as a thing that just makes me me. And third word, <laughs> okay, the third word that came to my mind is bars because I think in karaoke. <laughs> like everything, I just know the next. I just know the next game show that the Lord calls me to be on. It's gonna have. It's gonna have something to do with like karaoke freestyle. Name that song situation. So did you just make bars an adjective? <laughs> <laughs> Anything is possible in twenty twenty. If we okay. ain't learned that from Obama to Trump, <laughs> anything is possible. So, yeah, bars is an adjective for me. Some see it as a as an action. I see okay. it as a thing, and that thing is me. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna give you two more words. What, what are two more words? <laughs> two, <laughs> two more, more words to describe, describe me. I am. Um. I, I already said lit, so I can't say excited. Um. I am curious when I say sis. Sis, keep a question. I'm like, what's that? How they work? What's that doing? When they doing that? And you know, curiosity works well in a lot of areas, but when it comes to submission, sometimes as a wife. 
curiosity could get me in trouble. <laughs> you asking too many questions. I just need you to agree and help. <laughs> you asking too many questions. I don't know what the Lord said. I just feel it when I pray. So I'm like, okay. And my fifth uh, word to describe me. Can you do the fifth word? I was going to say honest. Um. Okay, the fifth word. Trustworthy. Oh my God, poor. You know what? That's actually something I pray about because I am that that honest friend, even when it may not be liked on the other, mm-hmm. on like on the receiving end. I'm that honest friend, and sometimes I worry that my friends don't want to come to me with uncomfortable topics because I just get I'm blunt. I'm straight to the point. But to hear that from my yes, and from my best friend, that just means something different because you've been with sis through it all. Okay, how did we meet? We still don't know how how we met, but we can give thanks to just Shay and Des for real. Like shout out to the okay. real ones. Yeah, we can just yeah, give thanks to Shay and Des. Shout out to them. <laughs> shout shout out to them. Um, it's twenty twenty. Life is life is blessed, but at the same time, it's very interesting. So, what keeps your joy filled these days? God's word. When I tell you. Matthew 6, 25, just that, right. I mean, I could put period right there. Okay. Do not worry. <laughs> that do something to me. But when we just fit, like finish out that whole passage, Matthew 6, 25 through 33, cause he goes on to say, honey, even these birds get fed. If you, if mm-hmm. anybody told you being a bird was a bad thing, and this is from my real gutter girls. Okay. Be a bird. Okay. Because even the <laughs> Lord tells us that these birds want for nothing. Okay. And then he says, seek him first. And so truly God's word is what gives me joy. And to really get into how I even got to that point, because sister girl did not grow up in church. Um, My parents are not pastors. They did not force us to go. We were like on Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas type of church goers when I was growing up. But Like my mother always was a prayer warrior, but it was never like a, oh, you got to be this certain way to get into the kingdom. You know, she just prayed because we used to go through. Okay. So she knew the Lord was who her help came from. But um, all in all, God brought me and my husband to a place two years ago where he uprooted us from the East Coast. He moved us from D.C. to to Los Angeles. All we had was a word from God. And so when you get to that point where all you got is a word from God, then you learn to just cling on to that to the, to that scripture because it's the truth. And prior to two years ago when I had to go through that point where all we had was a word from God, what really just kept me hyped and excited and joyful because I've always been a, a hype, turned up person. Right. It was just because that's the environment that I was able to grow up in. Like my family is very just upbeat, extroverted. The friends that I have, come on, Poe, don't fake for these folks, okay? <laughs> or to be turned up, y'all. Like the, the the community that I'm a part of and my, my parents were divorced growing up. They was real ratchet about how they did things, you know, because they're people, too. I don't hold them to any right. degree higher than anybody else. But um, I grew up in a divorced home and I have multiple siblings. We were living in different homes. So when you grow up around a lot of just like extraness and drama, sometimes you at least me, I made a decision. I'm going to see the good in this. And that, and that was a decision I made, like, as a kid. And it's just grown and shaped in different ways. But now, girl, it's joy, okay? Because the Lord's the only one that can give it. And he's the only one that can take it away. Can we call the motherboard? Amen and hallelujah. <laughs> so, okay, you just, you just gave us a lot, okay? So I'm trying to figure out where I want to take this. Let's talk about your childhood. Okay. So where did you grow up? 
I grew, you know, the interesting thing is where I say Hampton, Virginia, just to be clear, because I was born in Hampton, but shortly after we moved to a couple of places, Maryland, New um, Jersey, back to Maryland. I've been to 12 schools. My dad was in the military. And like I said, my parents were divorced. So I, so I was between homes a lot. And so every year we were moving somewhere new, whether it was because mommy, it's, she wants me now or daddy got shipped to a new station, so-and-so. But I kind of I 757. Okay. That's just what it is, because that's where I graduated from high school. You know, that's why I felt like I had a lot of my life experiences. So, yeah, you already know what it is. Yes, I love that because I I grew up in the same house my whole life. So I don't know what it feels like to move. And so I just always admire people who have like a lot of transitions when they are young. But then, you know, I, when they get older, they look back and say, OK, it was a good thing. I made the best of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely. I mean, kids are resilient. And if I'm not learning that more as a mother, because my kids, girl, they would jump off the wall. I'm <laughs> like, send help. But even me being a child, and, I, and Malcolm is a mate too, because my husband, he lived in the same home his whole life. And he's just like, you moved every year. Like, what is it like to have to keep making friends <laughs> and like keep reintroducing yourself? And I'm like, you just i mean this is what i this is my situation and you know i heard uh someone say that you could put two people in the same situation they'll have two totally different outcomes because mm-hmm. because you just make a decision and i made a decision at a young age that i wasn't going like we walk around here being ugly annoying just sad like i'm being kid <laughs> about it <laughs> like <laughs> right so let's talk about mr carter because you have mentioned your husband like three times in the last 10 minutes so we I definitely heard. want I mean, no, I'm here for it. I am so here for it. So let's just talk about what does it mean to be a wife? So I love that question. And the blessing in that question is I can only speak from my place. And that is what I love so much about my husband is he lets me be Malcolm Carter's wife. You know, it's not just like I envision a wife being like, he's like, no, you are my wife. And so a wife speaking from Jamaica Carter to my Mr. Carter. It is uh, <laughs> trusting more, <laughs> speaking less. <laughs> it's also, um, and not to say that he doesn't value my opinion, but Malcolm has learned that a lot of my curiosity is not always rooted in faith. It's rooted in trying to protect myself because that goes back to my childhood. I moved a lot. And yes, my perspective was to see the best. But internally, I, like, I've learned just in my time with God that it's caused me to want to be misindependent. Like, I'm going to do this for myself and I'm going to figure it out for myself because I can't expect nobody else to get it right. And that's carried over into my marriage. And so my husband has to reassure me like a lot that like, you can trust me. Like even when I'm walking by faith, babe, I promise you I'm making decisions that's going to work for both of us. So trusting my husband, to be clear, y'all is saying that's it, trusting more, loving on him, turning him up. He is, he is an actor. So that's a whole nother faith walk. And um, it's supporting him through that. I'm grateful that I'm such a, a visionary and I'm such a lit encourager and I'm one that loves the Lord. So for the path that he's on, it's just necessary that I keep him lit through it. Because you hear so much rejection and acting, and you really just don't know when that moment gonna happen. And then the family that we have is always like, did you hit up Tyler Perry yet? Did you hit up Tyler Perry yet? And I'm like, y'all. <laughs> 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 this is time, this time. So when you constantly got people asking, like, what you been doing, and not to look down on what decision we made for him to pursue acting, but just because they're excited to see when they're gonna see something. It's just like keeping him encouraged and turned up and prayed up and 
clearly making these babies with him. Y'all know we had two kids in two years. So we just been tell fruitful. Us, tell us about the babies. Tell us about James and Jackson. You are asking all the questions that I want to talk about. So I'm here for this. First of all, Jackson is our youngest. He is, um, he's our new addition to the Carters. He was, he turned eight months uh, last week and he's already walking. I'm just like, send help, Lord. Two, walk, two little kids walking in his house. Oh my goodness. And a lot of people say Jackson looks like me. So that's cool to have a little boy twin. But he's like a really cute version. Like, who knew I'd be a cute boy? <laughs> and James is our oldest James is a child that we knew we was pregnant with and we got in that prayer closet before we even got the test from the doctor and we just worship God and Malcolm chose James name when he was 12 years old he told his mother his first son he wanted to name James and when we found out that we, that we was pregnant Malcolm was like if there's a boy his name James and so um in the in the bible the book of James was like the first book that I like really could understand because first of all what is it like five chapters four chapters yeah it's real short it's real short I mean, you it, get into your word get into James speak on it Porter okay and then when you started the bible study that was the first book that we studied and James is something helpful for any um Christian whether new or seasoned and you just need something quick to understand how can I live my life for God James gonna get your mind right get your mouth right get your movements right get your mission right get your and, heart right Get your heart right. And our oldest son, James, he getting our heart right, y'all. Okay. <laughs> In this season of two years old, patience. <laughs> Give us patience. And because Malcolm and I really want him to understand communication and authority, we have to urge ourselves to speak before we react. And when you have authority, sometimes you feel like, no, I'm going to just correct this right now. So it's humbling to be a parent. And like your two-year-old got you like, let me reel it in and understand why I'm even correcting him for this. Because I think sometimes we just get accustomed to how we were corrected. And it's like, well, yes. what what's the difference? Like, what do I want him to do different or understand different? So, okay, I'm at the foot of the Lord. That's so amazing. You are taking um, that approach to parenting and really uh, being self-aware enough in how you were raised, you know, and Malcolm being self-aware and how he was raised and knowing, yeah. like, what are some of the good things that I want to take and what are some of the not so good things that I want to leave in the dust. So you are a wife. You are a mother. You are a sister. You are a daughter. You are a niece. You are an amazing friend. You are also a licensed real estate agent in, yeah. let me get this right, uh, Maryland. Come on. <laughs> the District of Columbia. Hello, what's up, DC? <laughs> and California. <laughs> I just had this love. I love it. I love it. Like what, sis? Like you, like that alone is a lot to juggle. But on top of that, my good sis Jamika, she runs a a prayer ministry. I'm just gonna call it what it is. Call it what it is. Um, Thank you. I'm she, learning to get comfortable with that. Yes, prayer plug. And so I want Jamika to tell you a little bit about prayer plug. Prayer plug got one mission. I need you to pray more. I need you chatting it up with God. And whether you are a prayer warrior, you don't know how to pray, you get nervous about praying, you feel like God will keep praying about the same thing, prayer plug is there to just get you started on the journey. And I'm I'm building and learning so I can um, create more resources that's helping me sustain a journey. And that's something that I'm so grateful that you as my good, good sis can like point out to me. Because sometimes I don't realize that I have been able to sustain a certain just desire and connection and just 
really like really just a zeal and fervor for for Jesus, like period. And um, that's something that I want to and to just put into prayer plug. But to be sure, right now it is a mobile app. It is a YouTube channel. It is um it is an Instagram account. Okay, follow the prayer plug. Subscribe <laughs> to the prayer plug. Download the prayer plug because I am giving you prayer. I want you to chat it up with God. When I tell y'all, I know God, and He's like revealed this to me. He has so much for His for His kingdom. For, for, for his children, for those that just have a mustard seed of faith. But what a lot of us struggle with is just keeping him involved in that, you know, building that relationship and the way that we can get those desires that we have. And this is in his word, y'all. Come on, Psalms 37 and 4. He says, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. So for anybody that's listening, that's watching, however you getting this right now, the Lord is just telling me to let you know that he wants to give you those things that you keep chasing. But he don't he don't even need you to chase him. He's really planning to bring them all to you. But first, Matthew 633, you have to seek him first. And I'm helping you seek him by praying, y'all chatting it up. Prayers conversation. So if you just need that kickstart, okay, you need to get turned up, you need to get lit, you just need the words for it. I got you. I got you. I love that. Prayer is a conversation. And I think, listen, I don't even know where to begin, but we just take that for granted. I think, you know, I, I can only speak from my own experience when I have been in my own mind, far from the Lord, um, mm. not necessarily reading my Bible, not yeah. going to church regularly, not um, obeying the the Bible yeah. that I do know, the right. commandments that I do know. I feel like I'm far away from him and I can't talk to him. But as I develop my relationship um, more with him and just continue walking on my journey, I know that's not the case. And so, Jamika, I want to know the first thing you did to get started with Prayer Plug. Like, what was the first thing you did? The first thing I did, you know what? (laughs) The first thought that came to my mind is... um, Pray? I went to church. (laughs) I went to church! That's why I was like, I went to church! And I'm so... First of all, I accepted an invitation to go to church. Amen. And that's why it's important to invite a friend of a family member, a foe, an enemy, whoever it is to invite them to church. And I know what 2020 church looks so totally different, but I'm blessed to have a friend like you that sees value in church. Cause I know it's not just in our generation, but just in the times that we're in, it's like, we feel like I'll just get to God. However I get to him, I'll do it from bedside Baptist. You know, we got YouTube channels now and there's nothing wrong with that, but that's not meant to limit your connection and fellowship. And that is so key in order to grow with God is to be around like-minded people. And we go to work Monday through Friday. I know traditionally churches on Sunday, but in general to really just be connected to a body. And I know God, by, by, he values us going to church because one, we're amidst people that worship and praise and, and and you learn from people that love him, but also it's being led by somebody that studies his word. So that's the difference between getting to God on your own and you actually just seeking out that wise counsel to break down scriptures and how to apply them to your life. And so going to church was like the first thing. My lines Sister, shout out to Delta. My mom, sister Simone, invited me to church because she just knew something like some, something won't right. She just like mm-hmm. something ain't right. Just, just like just come to church with me. It was no pressure, and I went and I just felt like this fire in me. Like I need to go deeper. And then yes, prayer was the next thing. I was like, God, I just it's just oh, what I'm feeling and who I'm becoming. This is not me. So like, trust yourself to know that you know when you're not yourself. Like, and sometimes you really can't pinpoint it. And that don't mean you crazy. It don't mean you don't know yourself. It don't, it doesn't mean you immature. It just means that what you're trying to understand and seek, you can only get from the one higher that, that Mm -hmm. created you. Come on now. 
And so I got to that season where I'm like, as as good as I know myself, as as hype and confident as I am inside, nobody knows that. Like, I just feel like there's just missing pieces, like things aren't working. And it, it wasn't like I was struggling. I look bad. It just, you know, like you can just feel that spirit when you're connected to God. And that's where my loss was at. She was in a, a like a, like a great place to just sense that. And then I started praying and the more I started praying, I started journaling my prayers because I've always enjoyed just documenting my life and writing. Even as a kid, girl, I had journals and diaries. <laughs> <laughs> and really, I was writing trash about my parents because I was blown and they was divorced and moving us all around. <laughs> I read those little nine-year-old letters like, sis had all the emotions. Okay. <laughs> But um, yeah, so back in 2015 is when I really started to nurture what prayer was. And once I started to understand that and God was like, share this prayer with somebody. I just texted to like eight to 10 friends and family just off the random. And then the next day I had the desire to do it again. So I did it again. And it, it just be like small urges. It was nothing that was like a business venture or, oh, I want this to be a, a, a whole like situation where we sell out arenas with people praying. Now was that. Okay. Hello, arena. You hear me, Lord. But <laughs> when I started, it was just like a small desire. It Like it was an urge and it started to grow. And then my friends, come on now, y'all started sending it to other people. And then a few of my friends were like, for real, girl, I ain't got no time to be sending your prayers to people every day. Can you just text them? And then so they would send me people's numbers. And then it started to grow. And then so it started on my cell phone. And it went from texting 8 to 10 people to 700 people. And my phone would be blowing up all day. I'm like paying for texting apps so I can blast out the text. But in general, I try to limit my relationship with my phone. So I just like, I got to cut off me using my phone all day for texting reasons. And then being a realtor too, I'm always on the phone trying to just work on my sales and whatnot and, and connect with my clients. And so I was like, okay, let me do the emails. And then I did the emails. And then I know for me, I don't get too much excitement when I read my, my email, unless it's like, you know, I don't mind a newsletter every now and then. Mm-hmm. Usually I'm reading email for like something business related or I need to handle an, an adult like circumstance, whether that be what, whatever comes with um, adulting. Lord, prepare all of us for that. But that and that's how the mobile app came about. Because I'm like, we always going to have apps. Like, why not just make an app? And God was like, yeah, I'm going to pay the bill. So make it an app. okay all right all right all right so let me let me outline this for myself because you just said so much in in that so you went to church um and you just felt this burning desire to want to communicate to God for yourself to pray and in that moment you had another desire to share your prayers with other people and you started that with a group chat, basically. We're going to call it a group chat, text messaging. And so your eight to 10 people grew. And next thing you know, it's 700. And so we go from text messaging to an email newsletter, right? That came three days a week, right? Monday, Wednesday, Mm -hmm. Friday. And after an email newsletter, we then upgraded to a mobile app. That is amazing. And the growth in um, the way God moved to just elevate you um, to different steps and to different seasons is is amazing how he can grow something um, that's about his business. Yeah. And so I love how you just continue to lean in and, you know, every level has a new devil and it, it gets, it gets more challenging. And so 
what do you think were the key resources um, that you lacked when you first started? Um, the vision was not a, was not lacking, but I will say the structure um, on like what was required on, on my end. God always going to get his job done. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, being clear on what I'm asking, at, um, asking the right questions, um, being, I, w- I was diligent with my action, but I wasn't diligent with just how I saw the vision playing out. And that's not to say that God won't step in and make changes, but I do know that God knows that when we have roadmaps, we make certain decisions in life. We take certain paths in life. We, you know, it, it, it builds that discipline that we're all always praying for. You know, I know I hear so many people and I get a lot of prayer requests. Keep submitting your prayer requests because I'm praying for y'all. I get a lot of prayer requests that say, can you just pray that God gives me discipline? And I'm like, that's something God, oh, he already gave us. But we don't do small mundane tasks every day that mm. allows that discipline to actually manifest in a way where we see the results that we asking for discipline for. So that's something that um, I know in the beginning that I've lacked. And uh years into the process of still remaining and well that that's the blessing too with God is that he has I've never lost the desire for prayer plug even like even through marriage motherhood moving career shifts prayer plug has been consistent but I have now grown to a place within the last really year and definitely the last six months where I've gotten very clear like these are actionable steps that I could take and I've been seeing fruit fruit from that and I know it's just will be on high if I get clear and continue to stick to that structure. I love that um, because sometimes it's hard to see our own fruit Mm. and you have a Christian based brand, right? This is about God. You are doing God's work. Is there any time um, in the last five years that you felt like you failed? Prayer plug. I don't feel like I've failed. I feel like I've settled. Okay. I I feel like um I've I've had seasons where um I've just been okay with doing the day to day tasks and I haven't um pushed a brand like you know I I have never marketed prayer plug. I don't. I mean, you've never seen an ad for Prayer Plug. I've never reached out to someone that has a that had that um, that has a platform with great influence and asked them if we can collaborate or partner. Um, and even you know, with my close friends, come on now, like you have always been a business savvy woman, and you are amazing at strategy. You are amazing at just building up others' visions and giving them clarity and tasking. Um, I have conversations like with you, girlfriend and girlfriend, but on just the professional level of can I hire you? because this is what I see and I and I and I need help to get there I've definitely like settled in that way but um I know the mission that God has over has um overall for me with prayer plug is to remain obedient and that's to deliver that prayer but I also know in recent seasons specifically this one God has been calling me to actually invest in the big vision that I see for prayer plug where that mean products and retreats and collaborations and partnerships. And so like you are literally sowing a seed right now. You even asked me to have this interview because I am still at the edge of this season of walking into the more um, God is calling me like create the product, like host the prayer call hit up a friend and say hey can we do a giveaway together to to share like our brands people don't know because you don't tell and it's been a the downloads have been amazing like every day 
like five to ten people download the app. And I'm like, how do you find out about it? I barely even like, posted about it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just because God is like, you know, I'll help it grow. But if you want what you envision, you're going to have to put some extra in there, sis. Wow. And that just takes me back to the book of James where it says faith without works is dead. And I f- believe that looks the work looks different in every season. And every so season. just shout out to you for continuing to just um, trust your mustard seed and let uh-huh. it continue to grow as um, God has expanded your vision. Because I love how you, you said that now you envision retreats and prayer calls and conferences and Five years ago, it was just, Lord, I want to pray. And he built that desire into you and has expanded that vision. So I am proud of you. And I just can't wait to see what is next for Prayer Plug. And so before we get into what's next of Prayer Plug, you did a really cool thing on the Prayer Plug um, YouTube channel. Recently, you did a 31 Days of Promises where you got on YouTube and you shared your life. And you shared um, a different promise of God each day. And so what inspired you to do that? It was a whisper in my ear and I, and I obeyed it. I had got, <laughs> okay, but aside from the spiritual context, honey, that got me ready to do the 31 days. Honestly, y'all, my husband got my hair braided up. I had some box braids and them choice was on fleek, honey. Okay. He got me braided up edges looking <laughs> snatch and wax and um i was like i don't have no excuse you know usually y'all know with the natural hair gang it take a good 30 to 40 minutes every day or every other day to get something together whether it's a detangle is a co-wash it is something and so i was like oh i got like an extra 30 minutes every day god what you want me to do with this time he was like, record videos. You said you want to, you, your YouTube channel to grow. You, you, I, I like YouTube. Like, I watch YouTube more than Netflix, cable, whatever. I don't even Me too. I watch YouTube all day, girl, okay? <laughs> and not and not just vlogs, but I like, you know, educational things and definitely binging on sermons. But sometimes I just want to hear somebody, like, just give some encouragement from a real practical place. And not, and not a pastor. And no and no shade to the pastors, but they give sermons. You know, they're not, like, giving you a day in a life sit-down con- like conversation. It's an interview or it's a sermon. And so I was like, let me give something that I, that I want to receive, and maybe somebody will get something from me. And so with the 31... 31- with the 31 days, God was like, well, if you want to start it, let's start working this muscle. And I'm like, well, yeah, because I knew if I did 31 days, first of all, in front of the homies, they was going to be expecting it. And that's how I like, I, I, I can't front. I'm that person. I operate a little better with a little pressure. Like me, okay, pressure make diamonds. And I'm trying to shine bright like a diamond. So put, put the pressure on it, Father God. And um, that's just what it was. It was just as simple as that. I really didn't have a game plan. I knew I wanted to incorporate God's word because that's the only truth that I can give. Any, anything that I give y'all, I'm not saying it's perfect, it's truth, it's Bible. This is how I just received the revelation. But his word, honey, <laughs> his word. And if, if anybody's questioning his word, at this point, it's enough people that's proven they're doing it. And applying it works for them. And I'm going to trust it because we love to read self-help books and gurus. You know, Beyonce write a book about how to be a Beyonce. We're going to trust everything she she said and we're going to do it. I choose that God going to be what Beyonce is to some people in my life. Okay. <laughs> if, if he said it and whether he wrote it or not, the things he got in there sound pretty good. He's telling me to be humble, to be meek, to be silent, to be still, be still. And he going to fight for me, honey. I'm, I'm tired of swinging on people. <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm tired of bucking. Okay. 
I trust it. That's amazing. And so what was the most rewarding part of um, creating your 30 Days of Promises? The most rewarding part was how much I was memorizing the scriptures. I was like, sometimes I would pull out my camera because I would know what scripture I was going to speak on like the day before. So I would write it down. And the next day when it came time for me to record, I wouldn't have to look up the scripture. I'm like, this because this is my like, after worshiping and praising God and understanding his word, like knowing his word is like in my top three like priorities right now. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I was like, it was in my heart. I was like, oh, equip me, Father. Okay, because the word is my sword. And so, <laughs> and, and also another rewarding part was the, the subscribers were growing. And an amazing rewarding part was that my good, good girlfriends, hello, Porter, Jaquay, my little sister, Ashley, like, and women I did not know, this young lady named Renee, and I can't even pronounce the other girl name. Her name started with an A. But she... She be in the comments, because and if this was reading me and then like I loved how honest y'all were in the comments with some of the points that I was making like this resonate with me or Jamika you need to trust God more because we need to be checked like that like because you don't really know your thoughts until you hear your thoughts and that's why fellowship among other believers is necessary because sometimes it have you thinking like I'm really being doubtful it sounds like I'm not believing in God right now. Like I'm saying this word, but am I living this word? And so it was real, real good. And I'm excited for November. I'm definitely not doing 31 days again. Okay. But I am, <laughs> I am committing to two videos a week <laughs> and we're talking about values. So oh, yes. yes, we're talking about values because God checked me through them 31 days. So that was another blessing was revelation because when I had to hear myself and what I was getting from scriptures, a lot of what, I learned was that I am um, desiring too many material things from life, life, life from God. And I take an assessment of the spiritual fruit. And I know God wants to give us all the riches, the glory and all of the houses on the hills and the enterprises and whatever notoriety we want at whatever level. But I know that our heart is what's most important to God. And when I had to hear myself, I was just like, okay, I've really been making my happiness about where we live, uh, what impact I have on my business, what financial freedom we have. And I know you have those things for me, but I want to be in an amazing, lit, turned up, joy-filled, patient place, even when they're not here. And so we talk about values in November because see, it's going to change. God has already gave that revelation to me and Malcolm that we're going to get to a place in our success where he's going to say, give it up. And I, I don't need to be that child of God that's over here like, you ain't talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be like, okay, who, when, why? I mean, who, when, how? Like, you know, I'm like, because I know what you can do when I give. Like, release, receive. Okay. Yes, that is one thing that I admire about you most. You are not afraid to speak your bold dreams. And I think that is something that I would like to do more in my life because anything that you want, you say it. And I'm just like, okay, Jamika, (laughs) I'm going to write it down for you too, girl. But I mean, the fact that you are just so confident in God and confident in um, your faith in a moment, because I know that confidence that physical confidence, yeah, we do. you know, right. yeah, yeah, it, it comes and goes. But the fact that you just are so confident in God um, is is amazing. And so 
girl. I love you. Yeah, I mean, this is, don't let her fool y'all, y'all. First of all, Porter and I oh have my. always been the friends that write down the visions and make it plain. So I don't know what she's talking about. Literally before we started recording, I was over here like, you you got that, you got this, you got that, you got that. <laughs> because Porter may not say it out loud, but she writes it and she gets it. Okay. So just know that however, we, yes, I'm that friend that's out loud. I, like, I say it and I'm proud, but you are that friend where you write it and make it plain. And like you give him an opportunity to give it to you and you go get it. You know, faithful words. Okay. And I have seen that in so many different seasons. Amen. And we know in this 2020, this 2020 season, it stretched all of us to know who my help comes from. <laughs> and you have not stopped making your request clear. And that just shows an, another level of faith. Because something people don't know is I've had seasons where I stopped asking God to give me anything. And that's what the enemy wanted. Because there's this, I'm learning, there's this thin line between surrendering to God and just not being hopeful. And it took mm-hmm. for me to be at that place to understand it because it's it's amazing to surrender. Don't get me wrong, but God never said to not have faith and to believe and to expect more than we can ask, think, or imagine. And I had got to a place um, in the beginning of this year where I was just like, God, I got a husband. I got kids. Like, if I don't get nothing else, I'm good, which was a lie, but... <laughs> I was just like, I'm just tired of struggling. Like, oh my gosh, why do we have more bills than budget? Like, what in the world? We tithe on the gross. Like, it's not a question. Like, what? <laughs> you said test you in Malachi 310. <laughs> I'm testing you. <laughs> That's so crazy because, Be you know, faith, hope. <laughs> faith, hope, and love. You know what I'm saying? God says those things remain. Um. They and of course, the greatest of those greatest. is love. Is you love. Know, his, oh, right. That's what his that's what his word says. And so thank you for reminding us to stay hopeful and that our hope is not in anything we can see, is not in yeah. who's in office, it's yeah. not in the material Hello. things that we have, but our hope is in God. Yeah. Who is solid, <laughs> like is solid. solid and solid. unchanging. And so I'm just so, I'm just so blessed that you're my friend. Like, I, know. I think it's amazing to have God, lit friends. I, um, I love you. I love you too, girl. I used to take it for granted because I just thought everybody had friends, like had a really good group of, of girlfriends and to just be yes. able to say like, we have been with each other through seasons, high seasons, low seasons, dry season you know what I'm saying just like many different the desert seasons. gets real it's um very encouraging so I want to know what advice would you give to anyone looking to start a Christ-centered business amazing question and I think both of us should answer this because you also have a Christ-centered business and um number number one and anyone that is a Christian that's starting business, you are doing a Christ-centered <laughs> business. Okay, let's be clear. Because no matter where God places you for your vocation, no, we always have a purpose to represent him, to serve him, to make his name known. And for some of us, like me with Prayer Plug, it's an out loud thing. And for some of us, it's in how you contact your clients, how you communicate with people you work with, the message that you come across, the truth in what you do. So let's be clear. As long as you believe in God, you entrepreneur, you work for a company, you lead a company. 
we all in a Christ-centered business, okay? Um, but specifically to somebody that um, is making his name known through their platform, you know, speaking out loud of being bold in that name and not having to navigate all the different nuances that come with being business and being mindful of others, their, their uh, beliefs. I would say, oh my goodness, it sounds like interesting advice, but really surrender your business to God, but still have a plan. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? So um, when I say surrenders in your business to God, um, I mean that don't don't see yourself as defeated or or having lack or not being enough when it comes to moments where you set a date and a goal and it doesn't happen at that time. Because I do know that um, God, he moves on his time. And I know that's something that I've struggled with. It's just the timing of it all. I'm like, but I am doing this every day, but I am, you know, I'm praying about it. I'm fasting, God. Like I'm tired. I'm doing these, these, like these practical things you tell me to do, but I'm still not seeing what I want to see when I want to see it. So don't stop what you're doing that pleases God just because you don't see it on your time. So surrender and make the vision big. Oh my God. God should make the vision so big. You can't make sense. Like you should be uncomfortable. Like if you can read your business plan, your vision board, and it, it makes you feel like, Oh yeah, I can do this in two years. That ain't God's vision for you. (laughs) That ain't God's vision. He's so big. You can't comprehend it. Like, so yeah. 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 I, um, I can't remember who said this, but I think it might have been my mentor, Marlena. And she said something to the effect of God can only work through you to the extent of your faith. Mm. And with that, I believe she was speaking about um, the woman who had all of her oil jars and uh, God filled up what she put out. But if she kept putting it right, right. But if there were more jars, God would have kept pouring. And so that's how I think about our visions is how big can I make this bucket? Right, right, right. Like how, how big can, can I think? And sometimes you think big and then God is like, okay, well, because you got that far, I'm going to help you level it up. Um, But sometimes we just have to just start. And that's what I love about your story, your journey and success because prayer plug is successful. Um, you just continue to fill up the buckets that God gave you. So my last question for you is what's next for prayer plug? What's next for prayer plug? Oh my God, we are releasing products. Hey, oh my goodness. Yesterday I got my proof for the final design of the pocket prayers. And so I'm so excited because I do have seasons where, um, I have restricted cell phone use. I know my husband and I, we make it, we make it a focus to not let our phones be the first thing that we touch when we wake up in the morning. And um, I know for me, sometimes I just want to grab something quick and easy that's right by my bedside. Or maybe I'm at work and again on my nerves, honey, I just need to take a moment and I need to grab a prayer, but I don't want to grab my phone because I know it'll help me. I mean, if I grab my phone, even to read the Bible app, now I'm checking my Instagram, you know, now I'm like, who posts on my You know, like, Apps are helpful. Prayer plug out an app. Okay. I want to get to you, but I know that there are seasons, times, and moments where we all need to limit our cell phone use. So we giving you pocket prayers, honey. Okay. So in December, it is for sale. I'm doing a pre-order in about uh, a week or two. I don't know when this is airing, but it, the pre-order is in November and I am shipping and selling and making it all ready to the people in December. And so we got pocket prayers coming. And right after that, I am selling vision board kits. So oh. I love vision boarding. 
Okay, I love it. And uh, the struggle I have with vision boards is that I like to put scriptures and things that are about Jesus on my vision board, but it become like a whole burn book. And you don't want to say this. Laugh. It, it becomes a whole burn book when I'm trying to find uh, trust in the Lord with all thy heart with different a letters. J, a little E. <laughs> trying to find a big J and a little E to put Jesus on my vision board. So I am coming to y'all with a vision board kit that has scriptures, phrases, quotes. Okay. We talking about, we saying quotes like, uh, Try less, trust more. We saying quotes like God, God is. We saying quotes like the plans that I have for you. Okay, y'all know we love a Jeremiah 29.11. We all love Jeremiah 29.11 and a Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. So for anybody that loves the vision board, but you feel like, how can I get God's word or nice phrases that remind me of God on my vision board? Come to prayerplug.com, purchase your vision board kit so you can get some Jesus up in that vision, okay? Okay. Okay. Jamika, I am just so thankful that you, you know, took the time out to, you know, just chat it up with me. And you are the first guest on the Grace Mate podcast. So this is lit. This is, this is how we are supposed to start off our guests. Okay. (laughs) This is lit. So is there any last thought that you want to leave us with? Can I pray? Sure. That's pretty old. I feel like we didn't, you know, the feast has been laid. Take what you can get from it, okay? But we need to make sure we cover everything in prayer. And just to be clear, Porter and I definitely pray before we do almost every and anything together. So don't think that we ain't start this in prayer, okay? But we gotta, we gotta lead them. We gotta lead the homies with the prayer. Come on, come on, lead us. Let's do this. Let's do this. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father God, Lord. You are so glorious, so awesome, so mighty, so on time, so intentional, Father. Before this moment, you knew what was necessary to connect us in this season, on this day, at this time, Lord. So we just thank you for being a God that is above any thought that we can ask, think, or imagine. We thank you, a God that has perfect plans for each and every one of us, and we thank you, a God that makes a relationship with you so easy and available, Father. I pray that each and every one of us, Lord, under the sound of my voice, Lord, that we trust in your plans, Lord God, that we see the value in prayer, Lord, when we got to stop what we're doing to pray, Lord God, when we got to start what we're doing with prayer, Lord God, when we end what we're doing with prayer, Lord, I pray we see the value in inviting you into the circumstance, Lord, and I ask that every heart that is broken, that it be healed by you, Lord God, every body that is aching, Lord God, that it be touched by your healing power, Lord God, and every mind that feels confused and lost and uncertain, Lord, that they cling to your word in the Holy Bible and know the plans, Lord God, the promises, Lord God, and the scripture that you've given us, Lord, are our sword to fight, to overcome, and to win because victory belongs to Jesus, okay? In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. 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 Thank you so much. I love you. I truly have been made by grace. I am remade by grace every day. And so the name that God gave you for this platform is intentional. It is necessary. It is on time. And it is a needed reminder, okay, that it is by his grace, honey. And Porter, I just pray that the Lord continues to give you the insight because your spiritual discernment is on a level I know you don't fully understand right now, just as your girlfriend, but it's something that will serve you in so many seasons. So I'm grateful you are allowing God to use you in every creative way possible. And you have broken that mold that told you to be in a box. And oh, as an entrepreneur, you pick one lane. Yeah, I did pick one lane. It's called Stephanie Porter Brown Lane. Okay. And whichever way I need to travel on that road, I'm going to get there. Okay. 
God is good. You are blessed. You're my girl. And I'm just, I'm just hyped that we together in this forever, honey. Yes. I love you so much. And I love you. This is my friend, y'all. So this, this is literally every single day. Okay. <laughs> turns me up. Um, we laugh together. We cry together. We pray together. And yeah, we're doing life together. So thank you so much yes. for everyone who tuned into this episode. I will have all of Jamika's contact information in the show notes. But um, if you really want to go find her, head to your app store and download the prayer plan. Hello. And so, yeah, that's that's where we're going to end it today. I just love the passion and energy Jamika brings to everything that she does. I'm so glad that I was able to have a conversation with her so you all can see what I love so much about my friend. What really inspired me from today's conversation with her was her ability to step out on faith and just try something new that God was telling her to do. So I want to leave you with this verse from Psalms 37 and 4 that says, trust in the Lord and do what is good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. So this verse just really blesses me and says, you know, when we just love the Lord and trust him, he will give us the desires of our heart. Anytime God calls you to do something new, it's scary, especially when that thing doesn't align up with the vision, business, relationship that you thought you would have. One of the things that I really admire about my friend is that she just reminds me to keep stepping out on faith. You can find Jamika at Prayer Plug on Instagram and YouTube, and please go to the App Store and down the Prayer Plug app. As always, thank you so much for listening to the Grace Made Podcast. You can find today's show notes and other goodies over at gracemade.co. As always, be blessed until we meet again.